Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast for Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Textile Insight, Sports Insight, Footwear Insight, Outdoor Insight, and Sports Style. And it also publishes digital magazines, Sports Insight Extra once a week, Footwear Insight Extra twice monthly, and Textile Insight Extra once a month. Now it's time for this week's podcast. Today I'm speaking with Michael Constantino, founder of Big Peach Running Company in Atlanta, Georgia. Mike, a veteran of 100, more than 100 marathons and ultramarathons, founded the Seven Door Running Specialty Chain in 2004. The Indiana native who moved to Atlanta is the author of the Atlanta Running Guide and one of the leading experts on the sport. Welcome to the podcast, Mike. Uh, you have much going on in your business, uh, including your recent 15th anniversary party and decade-old outreach program. So before we dig into the primary focus of this conversation, your year-old mobile venture, maybe you could provide our listeners with a brief overview of the Atlanta running scene and Big Peach's running position Peach's running position in it. Well, hello, Bob, and thanks very much for uh, allowing me to be part of this. Certainly, my pleasure to do so. And as far as Atlanta's running scene, that's a really easy answer for me because before there was Big Peach Running Company or even when I was retailing some of the things that we'll talk about, I'm sure I was a runner in Atlanta. Certainly, Big Peach Running Company has the distinction and the good fortune of being one that I believe serves that community really, really well. We would not take credit for putting running so prominently on the map in Atlanta. You know, I say, I believe somewhat uh, truthfully that Atlanta is the best city on the planet to be a runner or a walker. But, you know, the AJC Peachtree Road Race, which was 50 years old, this year. That is the world's largest 10K, the Atlanta Track Club, only behind the New York Road Runners in terms of number of members. Of course, people can kind of relate to the climate in the Southeast that makes running and walking so much fun to do all year round. And then there are just some things in other markets where you have paddle sports or you have mountain sports or you have skiing or you have other possibilities at certain times of the year that don't really exist to a large degree in Atlanta. And so now, whether it's a fitness pursuit or just something that you tend to do for for recreation or enjoyment, running kind of comes to the top of the scene. And again, was was here much longer than what we've been. And just, you know, one of those pieces of good fortune that we have in our backyard. Okay, so about a year ago, as you told me recently at the RIA Kick event in Denver, you launched your mobile store aptly called Big Peach on Wheels after you purchased the brand a brand new truck from a Marietta, Georgia firm that specializes in food truck. And I understand from you that you architected and fabricated the vehicle yourself. You know, how did you come up with the concept and were there a lot of startup costs, logistics involved in all of it? As enthusiastic as I am about Atlanta's running scene, there are certainly plenty of indications out there that Atlanta has a little bit of a traffic problem and we had noticed that we've got seven brick and mortar stores throughout the area and having been in business for 15 years, having been in Atlanta for over 25, certainly seeing the density in those areas, you know, tend to become something where oftentimes what used to be a trading area or radius for us, where we'd see people drive from great distances. The reality just simply was that that wasn't happening as frequently. People who were closer to the store, people who would come, whether it was for a purchase or for a group run and didn't live far away, were so glad that we were there, but those instances, someone would say, well, there's a lot of white space between us and someplace else, perhaps they might be able to get that level of service. They weren't always willing to take on the challenges, whether it was the distance, whether it was the traffic, whether it was the time of day, whether it was their personal schedule. So we, under a little bit of an internal rally cry, which was convenience is the battleground, started a few initiatives way back in 2012 to try to bring our guests 
closer to us. And to say that we had it all figured out or this was the concept from the get-go would be entirely untrue. In fact, we did same-day delivery before anybody else did. And quite frankly, without much success, we opened a couple of stores that we are really glad that we opened. But at the same time, we thought they would serve markets that even with those stores now being open, we're not getting to or penetrating deeply enough. So as we continued to push forward, recognizing convenience of the battleground, this big peach on wheels became that concept that started to get some some traction and eventually that we felt like we had to go forward with, even though it was not going to be inexpensive, even though it was not going to be easy, even though it was going to begin untested. We just felt like if we were serious about winning a battle and ultimately proving our merit in the war of convenience, that we just had to give it a shot. And to your point, Bob, you know, now it's been about a year. You talked to the startup cost at all. I mean, a big investment was it less of an investment than opening another store. That's a great question. That's a wide range. So what I will, will say, perhaps somewhat predictably, a lot more expensive than what we invested in same-day delivery, although it is less expensive than opening a new store, depending on tenant improvement allowances and things like that. But when we open a new store, we do spend more than that. If somebody's like, okay, well, listen, let's not talk in generalities. Give us something that we can kind of hang our hat on that's, that's, that's really helpful. You know, it was in the six figures. That gives at least some level of indication of what type of investment we had to make, even if not getting to the exact dollar that we put forth to get this thing out on the road. You know, how does Big Peach and Wheels operate and integrate with your traditional brick and mortar business? You know, how do you fulfill orders if you don't have the proper sizes on the truck? I think people might ask that. You know, and typically, mm-hmm. you know, how many products do you carry on the truck and your ratio of footwear to apparel to accessories on the truck, if you could? So in terms of operating and integrating, you know, it's really twofold and it, 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 I think it works both ways. I mean, we have a general manager for Big Peach on Wheels operates as a separate business unit from any of our brick and mortar locations, just like what we want healthy friendly competition among our stores. We also want to have a culture where we're serving our mission and we do what it takes to ensure that we exceed the expectations of our guests. Some instances, that is where now we're at an event with Big Peach on Wheels and we don't have the size or a color, perhaps even more commonly, that someone wants. You know, we can carry $100,000 worth of inventory on the truck based on the way we've built some stocking mechanisms and the way that we have capacity on this vehicle. And yet at the same time, to say that we have the same amount of inventory that we do in our stores would be hugely untrue. It is less inventory than what we do have in our stores. And there are certain times of the year that we're not going to carry the same amount of inventory in our stores, and yet they're still going to exceed what is on Big Peach on wheels. Being able to pull up the inventory, we use the same point of sale system. So we have immediate access to what lives where, assuming that it's accurate. And we know that we can, for our guests, for Big Peach on wheels, click a few buttons and have a product shipped to his or her residence or address of choice from one of our stores. On the flip side, Big Peach on Wheels becomes an opportunity for our stores. For example, right now in the Southeast, we're in the midst of cross-country season. And what used to be spike nights in the store where we would encourage coaches and student athletes and booster clubs to encourage their kids for different reasons, including a discount to come into the store. We now have our stores who have built these relationships or are in the process of building new relationships using Big Peach on Wheels as a tool for their respective business units. So we can do the accounting internally, but now a school that maybe we've been doing business with 
with and cross country for 10 years, instead of asking for them to come to spike night, it's like, we'll come to you. We'll be their course side. We'll be in your parking lot. We'll be alongside your track. And now there's value that Big Peach on Wheels brings to those stores who have brought value on occasion, fulfilling orders for Big Peach on Wheels. If you go to a, a corporate entity and some gentleman needs a size 14 New Balance or whatever, you can still fulfill his order and, and make him happy and get his product the next day, even if you don't have it on the truck. That's that's exactly right. Size 14 New Balance, even though that was just an example, right. is a really good one because there's no doubt that we have a size 14 New Balance, let's use 880 as the model, right. in our system somewhere, even if it's not on the truck. So we'll ship it. And even though they don't have the good fortune of being able to walk back to their office with it, they know they have saved themselves an errand on the weekend or any curiosity as to whether or not they're going to have their shoes for their next long run. So tell us tell us a little bit about what we've taken the truck over the last 12 months and what the general consumer response, because I believe you said you've gone to schools and you've also go to, gone to corporations and industrial parks. And also, I wanted most, if you could just touch upon, you said you swap out fixturing and merchandise depending on where, where you're visiting with the pe- big peach on wheels. You know, tell us about that. You mentioned schools and corporations. Those are perhaps somewhat obvious. The other one that everybody always thinks about is being at races. Certainly, there's a present initiative when you have a 33-foot truck at the finish line, but there's also that possibility that we'll pick up some sales either before or after the race. I think people oftentimes would expect that to be a big percentage of the business. And we have found so far that that's not necessarily the case. There are some races that do better than others. It's not always the biggest races, but as you also might conclude, those who are doing a race or have just finished a race already have much of their gear. So they may buy a running TLT, which is part of our store branded collection, or they may buy, you know, a pair of socks because they realize that that's the one thing that they didn't get right on race morning. But schools, absolutely one of the areas that we're trying to crack, even though we've had tremendous success with cross country and track and field, we believe that even though Under Armour may not say it the same way today, when they used to say athletes run, there is tremendous truth in that and why we're not also serving the women's softball team or the men's lacrosse team or the men's and women's soccer team is one of those big opportunities for us because of the fact that we can come to them and whether we're alongside a soccer field or a track makes no difference to us if we can, again, serve the mission and help others. The corporate environment in Atlanta, of course, gives us perhaps a little bit of a head start. I think we've been to every Fortune 50 company in Atlanta with Delta and UPS and Coca-Cola and Mercedes-Benz and others where we've had the good fortune. But at the same time, sometimes it's the small marketing firm. It's the engineering firm. It's the marketing arm where we also have gone to offices where now it may just be an office of 15 to 25 people. But if they are all signed up for the Peachtree Road Race or they're all pursuing a couch to 5K finish, those intimate environments have been terrific for us as well. The other thing I'll say is that uh, an area some initial success and we think there's still tremendous possibilities apartment communities 55 plus communities and complexes where now you have social coordinators or you have communities where people are in places that they just tend to congregate this is a great way for us to come in lead a group run perhaps do a clinic on how to get off on the right foot for your 5k training and then of course big peach on wheels is able to you know fully manage the the retail element of that as well the last thing i'll say to your question here bob is in terms of where have we gone you know there are a lot of places we're licensed in every single county in the state of georgia we've driven this truck to the north georgia mountains we've driven this truck to valdosta we've driven this truck far east on I-20 because these are places that a place like Big Peach Running Company doesn't exist 
and we've made and or built a relationship. And now all of a sudden it's like, whether we spend an afternoon or in one instance where we spend two days, we can serve a community that is completely un or underserved right now. Mike, you could also create a new customer as well. Someone who may not have heard of Big Peach before, but is, in, but is in the regular market for running shoes and running products, I assume. Absolutely. And some would say, well, is that a test? You know, let's just use Valdosta since I mentioned it earlier. So we were in Valdosta and we could look at the results. And I'm not suggesting that we're going to have a Big Peach running company in Valdosta by the end of the year or even in 2020. But if we go to Valdosta, however many times, a couple of times per year, and we continue to say, man, this is one of those communities that for some reason, nobody else has yet discovered. It seems to be a great opportunity for a brick and mortar. Maybe at some point, maybe that, that does make sense. But it's because of the experiment of sending Big Peach on Wheels there first. What's the most challenging and rewarding part of this mobile operation one year in, and uh, I guess about one year in this month in August of 2019? And, and do you consider it a permanent part of your business at this point or largely still an experiment and any plans to expand it further? Challenging and rewarding, wow, those are those are terms that uh, are almost two separate senses. So we'll start with challenging. You know, the, the thing that's been the most challenging thus far is, is staffing. You know, unlike turning the key every morning at the same time or, you know, every weekend at the same time, the events, the business development, the volume of events, whether it's day or week. I mean, there can be some days where the truck isn't running. There'll be days where there's a two or three events on the same day. Most of the workforce necessarily be as flexible or pliable as what that would suggest. They want more advanced notice. And I think we're going to get better at scheduling further out. We're developing what we refer to as a cadence client, someone that books with us multiple times per year, where now we know in February of 2020 that we'll be at this location at this particular time of day. But right now, as we're scheduling you know, many clients for the first time, or we're going to certain places and evaluating whether this is a good place for Big Peach on Wheels, you know, we're having to cobble together a team. And, and candidly, there have been times where not brought the right amount of personnel resources. So if you're going to say, what's most challenging? It's matching staffing in the early stages to the opportunity. We have a responsibility to get better at that. Of course, I believe we will, but it doesn't change the fact that it's been a challenge. In terms of what's been rewarding, seeming validation for the concept, the appreciation for what we had set out to do, which was become more convenient to give people more reasons to smile when interacting with Big Peach Running Company, that never goes out of style to be able to put our eyes on that on such a regular basis through Big Peach on Wheels, without question, that's been what's been most rewarding. And I think you said, Bob, you know, any any plans to expand or to, to do other things? Right now, this is very much a core part of our business. It's not an experiment where we believe that it won't exist next year or five years from now. But we might have said that same thing about same-day delivery as well. Along those lines, we know we have to prove the concept. And so we've got a two-year plan. We're obviously 12 months in now where it is about proving the concept. We feel really good about the returns thus far, but we've still got plenty of work to do to say that it's anything less than a core part of our business would be untrue. But at the same time, to say that we've graduated from the experiment stage of this would also be untrue because we're still learning and trying different things every day. Finally today, Michael, I just wanted to ask if you'd recommend this mobile concept to others in the North American specialty running business, you know, why or why not? And if they, if your competitors in, I don't know, North Dakota, Maine, wherever, would decide opt to try this for their own specialty business, you know, what issues do you think they should consider before delving into this venture? 
venture? You know, in terms of whether I would recommend that others do it, here's what I think I could recommend with, you know, both enthusiasm and, and some clarity and, and now some experience that we wouldn't have had 18 months ago. And that is that our belief that we need to get more convenient for our guests, for our marketplace, for our target audience, for those who we want to either interact with or just expose to the work that Big Peach Running Company does, that's all true. There are people who are high paid, rightfully so high paid consultants who suggest that. I know now that is true. When we were using our rally cry convenience as the battleground, we were right about that, even though we didn't figure out how to take ground in that battle until more recently. So anyone who's not spending time thinking about, well, how can I be more convenient? Shame on them because they're missing an integral part of how they can better serve their guests tomorrow than what they are right now. And to think that, well, Big Peach Running Company now has Big Peach on wheels. We've got it all sorted out. We don't need to still use that battle cry of convenience is the battleground. We already have our answer. That's not true as well. There are other ways that we also need to be doing that relative to should somebody else do Big Peach on wheels or something similar to that. You know, my belief is if you have an opportunity to become more convenient and this is that best option, I would not suggest you should not think about it. The reality is, is whether, and I think you used North Dakota and Maine, I think maybe somewhat stereotypically people would say, oh, those are less populated than the greater Atlanta area. What we have found is in the midst of all the traffic, as well as driving to places that are far less populated, it makes sense. So whether you're in Maine or whether you're in Manhattan, it's possible this could be a good idea for you. We'll see Big Apple uh, running company in Cranberry and, <laughs> and Massachusetts. You never know. Big Orange in Florida. You never know. They'll, they'll squash your fruits. They'll squash your running fruits. That's exactly right. That was pretty good. Big Apple right out of the gate. Yeah, I think that uh, Peaches perhaps would lose the relevance a little bit if we went to places like uh, Manhattan and uh, where did you say Cranberry? Where's the Cranberry? Uh, Cran- I, live in Pl- I live in Plymouth County, Massachusetts, which is the Cranberry country. Okay. I, live, I live like three miles from Ocean Spray's world headquarters, so you can bring ah, Peach there okay. if you'd like and put a, put a cranberry on the side of the truck for the day. <laughs> That's awesome. I did not know that. I mean, I think I've seen some of the ocean spray commercials now where the cranberry all of a sudden and the state of Massachusetts come together. But uh, I'll take that as a bit of learning. I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. Well, great. Well, well listen, Mike, I thank you very much for the time of, of talking about your concept. I've been speaking with Michael Cosentino, founder of the Seven Door Big Peach Running Company in Atlanta, Georgia. And you've been listening to the latest edition of the Sports Insight Extra podcast. Learn about the latest sports industry news every Monday afternoon at the website or on your mobile device by signing up for a free subscription. And don't forget to catch up and listen to this podcast and every podcast at sportsinsightextra.com or on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. I am Bob McGee.